we would like to acknowledge the traditional owners of the country throughout Australia from which we conduct our podcast. We would like to pay our respects to their elders, past, present and emerging. Hey guys, welcome back to Beers and Tears. Today we are joined with Shiny Joe Ryan. So first things first, where where did we come up with Shiny Joe Ryan? Where why Shiny? Um, a friend of mine uh, coined it a few years ago. His name is Jack Quirk, and I like to think it's because of a bubbly, uh, shiny personality. But it could very well be that being Irish and living in Australia, I'm off, often like lathered in really thick. 40 plus sunscreen so maybe i have this like gleam <laughs> about me that literally is uh one shiny joe yeah for sure um and when did you because you've been making and like making music for a while now when did you first start making music or like deciding to put it out into the world even I mean, I guess just after high school, um, we started uh, this band, Mick Muscle Creek, which kind of, it was most of Pond and uh, and Kevin from Tame Parlor as well. And that was our first kind of like band, band, you know. Um, we only ever made one record and uh, it's, we had a few, like we went, tried to make this record with this guy. We got like a grant and everything and the guy turned out to be a complete, another like nutcase and kind of just caused the band to break up and all that stuff. But um, what am I getting at? (laughs) It was, uh, that was our first kind of uh, thing. Yeah. So ever since then we've been, that's kind of made it um, how we uh, do everything kind of in-house at the moment. We'll record the albums. We'll like master, oh, sorry, uh, mix and master the records. And it kind of all stems from that one, guy who kind of ruined our first uh experience of um being in a recording studio and stuff so that must be back in 2012 or something maybe wow that's wild yeah it was it was it was absolutely wild i met him once at a bar afterwards and he was like joe sorry about this it was just like (laughs) don't talk to me man just walk away uh but anyway hilarious Sorry? I was going to say, have you seen him since? Yeah, that was a couple of years ago. But, you know, time heals all wounds. So I don't really yeah, care. I, I definitely learned a big lesson very early on. So that was pretty good, I guess, you know? Yeah, for sure. Mm. And so with your, like, music-making process, what's that like? Do you write and record all your music yourself and produce it? Well, for the first Shiny Joe album, I did it all in Berlin. I had this really... Uh, basic interface I had no amplifiers or anything and um, just hired like a, a room out and a kit you know down um, down the road in uh, like Friedrichshain and uh, yeah I guess that was all kind of done pretty lo-fi but for this record uh, I've got like my friends uh, here in Perth to they've started a band with me my kind of like live band and we learned all the songs and went up the road to friend of ours uh, studio and did it all live basically Uh, and that was just before the pandemic hit so by the time uh, we'd done everything live I'd torn off to the states 
um, to do a Tame Impala stuff. I wrote for those guys. And, um, you know, we got call back, obviously, and I just had a lot of time to finish it. So it was uh, it was one of those projects I got to do during lockdown, you know, mix it and finish off vocals and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, for sure. And yeah. so you released like your first body of work under Shiny Joe Ryan, like in 2014 or something. And then we've, t- we've taken a bit of a break <laughs> and it's now 2021. Um, is it just because like, I guess you got busy with all your other projects that you've been doing? Like, do you, do you find yourself like writing for this project along the way? And then it's just kind of now through COVID, you've had time to put it together. There was a couple of songs that I had left over from the first record and a couple I've been writing, but you're right. I was just too, too busy really. And um, it was Jay Watson from Pond who was like, you have to do it. You can't be, you can't make it take longer than what Guns N' Roses uh, Chinese democracy took to make, which was like 20 years or something. So I had to get it done. You know, I couldn't let him, couldn't let it become a self-fulfilling prophecy. So I kind of just having a deadline was good to like finalize songs and do all that kind of stuff, you know? Yeah. Um, I think uh, it was all kind of rushed. Uh, I kind of like just was like, fuck it. That's the end. You know, that's, that's the song. I'm not going to pine over it anymore. So it was yeah, good. Sure. Are these songs all like quite freshly written songs or have you found that there's a lot of them from just like collected over the years and you've sort of like mastered them now and put them together? Hmm, I reckon maybe like 70, 30, 30 from like old songs that I've uh, dug up and restructured or whatever. And maybe 70 that are just sort of brand new, 70%. Right. Yeah. And so you've got two new songs out now from obviously probably from coming up from the album. Um, First of all was Ketamine. Let's hear all about it. I'm, I'm I'm keen to hear how this song came about. Oh, that's just another Berlin story, you know. Um, we were being naughty and uh, living our best lives in Berlin, um, as you do. And I believe we we're all just completely um, wiped, you know. We've been out at uh, like some nightclubs and all that. And, it, you know, when you go out to a nightclub in Berlin, you're there for like three days or something. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I ended up just lying on the floor of my mate's place and... Um, I had these sort of chords flying around my head and we all just started singing ketamine, just be- making like a natural harmony, you know, like five people. <laughs> yeah. I was like, that's like a really good chorus, eh? Because it was so catchy and like it, it sounded innocent, but, you know, the actual material is uh, a little naughty, you know. Mm-hmm. I'm not, not suggesting that. anyone go out and buy ketamine or anything, but uh, yeah. <laughs> it definitely was uh, turned into a great song. I, I had a lot of fun recording it, and certainly we have a lot of fun playing it in the band. Yeah, and it's a lot of fun to listen to mm. as well. Oh, terrific. <laughs> awesome. Even better. <laughs> it's an all-rounder. Um, <laughs> have you ever been to Berkheim in Berlin? I have, actually. Apparently really? it's really hard to get in, yeah. Yeah. No way. <laughs> was it, yeah, a, it was an experience? It was lovely, actually. Yeah, it was uh, lots of floors. Um, it's like an old, um, I guess, like a power factory or something. Um, it was cool. Like every floor had like a different sort of vibe um, of music, and you could just sort of wander up and down. And yeah, I think I definitely spent a few nights in there, in cool. one sitting. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I only I only went once, but it was a hell of a time. 
How long did you spend in Berlin? Um, I was there for maybe like seven or eight months, I believe. It was pretty much like spring to the end of summer. And then I ran out of money. And um, I was actually on my way to the airport and I checked my bank account and I got my tax return. And I was like, I could stay, but I should probably go before <laughs> I actually dissolve like a Barocca in the rain, you know. <laughs> and, uh, and I'm glad I did. It was good. I packed a lot into those couple of months and, you know, came home and did other things. Yeah, lovely. Yeah. <laughs> and so um, with the video, how did you come up with the idea for the video and where was it recorded? Um, there's a lovely bridge down the road from us. Um, so I'm, I'm in Fremantle and just down the road is the river. Um, it, it goes out to the sea and um, there's like a harbour there and there's quite an old bridge there. And underneath, they still have these um, planks. You used to be able to go out and fish off it and stuff, but... Um, They've removed quite a few of them, but still a couple. So I went out there and boogied my butt off. And um, I guess like, cause I had no other real ideas apart from, you know, it's a fun song and maybe I could make it a little less weird about uh, being a, about ketamine if it was like an endearing sort of Kevin Bacon footloose dance routine <laughs> sort of yeah. put over the top. So that was, the, it was a pretty simple idea, but it, the actual surroundings were quite lovely. So uh, it definitely made me feel like I needed like run more or something. I was very pooped after every take. And the, the whole uh, bridge was like underneath it's something like three or four planks. So I nearly ended up in the drink a few times. So. Oh no, yeah. that's all right. It all turned out well. Looks oh, absolutely. <laughs> totally. It's, <laughs> uh, it, it was good when it actually came out. Um, a lot of people in Fremantle would, would just be like, hey, man, love that song. Can I mean? <laughs> like, yeah, man, sweet. <laughs> Get home I safe. Yeah. <laughs> I oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, yeah, we've done um, – and then um, I'm actually heading off after this. So we're going to finish the final of the trilogy. Um, for There's, like, one more single coming out called A Stitch in Time and uh, – me and my dog Chuck went to the beach and it's pretty, it's a love song, you know, so him and me running around the ocean and I'm dressed as a dog and uh, it's just going to be slow motion fun. So love that. That's yeah. sick. <laughs> um, and then you've also got, you've just released Pub Boat as well. That's right. Yep. Tell us a little bit about that latest track. Um, well, I wrote it in, um, Oh, so it was like in Amsterdam and there was this, Lewis and I sit by the canal and this lovely boat went by and it was all done up like a really nice, uh, homely English pub. And I was like, whoa, I can't afford to go on it, but I can write a song about it, you know? So hence pub boat, the song was born. And for the video clip, I really wanted to get the band involved because they're all a bunch of characters. Um, and I was like, what if we do that kind of like, old school method of like, I guess that's how they built like Stonehenge and the pyramids, you know, they pull those big rocks around and as one log rolls out the back, you run it up to the front. And yeah. So I got, yeah, I just got the band to pull me around and in my little tinny, um, all the neighbors came out and looked at me and they were like, Oh God, what's he up to this time? You know, about it again. <laughs> yeah. Uh, they only dropped me twice. So that was pretty good. Oh, great. You've had some almost some near misses in these video clips. 
Yeah. Oh my God. I'm such a fool. I scratched this bloke's car, uh, pulling out of, um, uh, to get supplies to go to the beach. And I was dressed in my full dog costume and I came out. I'm like, Oh my God, I'm so sorry. Here, let's exchange numbers. Uh, we'll figure it out. Also, I, I don't usually rock around in a dog costume just for no reason. That'd be a like, funny oh. insurance claim. Uh, yeah, exactly. Uh, but he took it well. He was like, all right, you just, Get home safe and yeah, I'll you talk go to you your <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. No, I know. Um, and these tracks, as we said, obviously are in prep for the album. Um, and so, do you want to tell us a little bit about what we can expect from this upcoming album? Yeah, absolutely. Um, it's a, I call it like space country, I guess, but I'm not entirely sure what you'd um, call the whole thing. But uh, Jay Watson reckons the songs are put out as singles aren't singles at all. So that makes me hope that the rest of the album, when it comes out, people will enjoy. Yeah. Um, no, it's, it's good. It's, it's going to come. If you get the vinyl and everything, it, it's coming in a nice package. Um, it's just going to be a lot of fun. It's an eclectic album. You know, it goes through all kinds of different moods and styles of music and whatnot, but all in all, it's just a shiny record, you know? Yeah, lovely. Love that <laughs> that little pun in there. Um, <laughs> did you? So, why did you choose to release the singles that you've released as the singles? Oh, because that's what I wanted to do, and you know, Jay Watson can do what he wants on his own solo records, and yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I like him talent, mate. <laughs> um, I do appreciate his input, obviously, but you know, at the end of the day, the buck stops with this bloke, and uh, yeah, that's it. I mean, I've enjoyed making them and um, it seems like a pretty good response from people on the internet and whatnot. But yeah. end of the day, you just got to do what you feel is right and whatnot. 100%. Would you mm. say they're your favourite tracks off the record? Oh, absolutely not, man. Ooh, it's uh, There's definitely some parallels on the record that uh, I find far more um, appealing. and But they're a bit more strange. You know, I wouldn't say that if you're just trying to get people excited about it, um, these were definitely the tracks to go with. The rest of the ones are just like 28 million chords and stuff. You know, right. it's like I'm a terrible man for just writing like a like 13 chord verse. And then it's like, all right. And then the next time it goes, we're going to go everything up a semitone. So that's another 13 chords. You know, it ends up like 26 chord song before you even get to the chorus. Oh, my God. Um, yeah, my bandmates, they... Uh, they're pretty good going to try to keep up with me, you know, when we oh I'm trying to teach God. them songs. It's just like, you like to create some work for yourself, mate. That's I know. <laughs> I know. I'm a terrible man. <laughs> um, what would you say is your favorite track off the upcoming album then? Um, well, there's a song called uh I'm singing a new song, part two. It's the last track on the album. And um Starts off, it's all like kind of piano-y and just like me singing and I got the guys to come over and do some harmonies and it's kind of got this like slow build to it and then it just drops into like space and then like George Harrison's there smiling at you playing slide guitar and like rainbows and shit flying everywhere. So that is definitely my favourite, I reckon. It's got this sort of, it's like you're climbing a mountain, you know, and then by the end you're overlooking beautiful beautiful nice. scene i love that and it's a good yeah. final track to the album it sounds yeah. like a nice ending track yeah when we were uh, mixing it kev was like 
maybe you should put that track first. And I was like, <sighs> blew my mind, you know? I was like, who are you? What is this? Amazing. <laughs> what are you who like? Are you? <laughs> That's hilarious. Oh, uh, yeah. So, I want to talk a bit about the cover art. So what, where did you, what is this cover art and where did you come up with the idea for it? Um, I mean, have you seen, you know, when they kick Goff Whitlam out of Parliament? Uh, yeah. Have you seen those photos of uh, he's there and just like throngs of media all around him, you know? And um, I saw that photo quite a few years ago when we were studying him in high school, you know? And um, I just thought, man, that is such a cool image, you know? It's heaps of, it's so much going on. Like, you could just look at it for hours, you know, and not get sick of it. And uh, I figured, let's just recreate it. So I just got, I put out the call to all my mates, whoever was available. And uh, we went down to the local football oval. They have a clubhouse with maybe like three or four steps. And we tried to recreate it as best we could. And it turned out amazing. Yeah, now all my mates awesome. are on the front. Uh, yeah, mm -hmm. now I've got all my mates on the front cover of my album. And uh, yeah, we had a great time. That's sick. And it kind of ties in with the name. Yes, that absolutely. Love yeah. Love it. <laughs> it all so worked out well somehow yeah <laughs> that idea yeah um, exactly so you've got your album launch coming up next month in Frio mm -hmm. is that going to be like one of your like have you played any shows with like Pond and Tame since like COVID and stuff or is this going to be one of your first gigs for a while um, I guess, oh, well, actually we did play, um, this festival late last year in Perth, um, called, uh, Wave Rock Weekender with Pond. And that was so much fun. Um, and we had a great time. It's like a two, two night camping festival, but, um, our shows since have been, um, uh, postponed and canceled obviously because of the COVID outbreaks and whatnot, which I'm, I mean, I'm not too gutter about um i kind of half expected it unfortunately but you know you, you just got to do what makes people keeps people safe and whatnot and um i think oh well actually tame and parlor had this be doing this thing where it's kind of not, not all the members are here so it's like a stripped down version and it's called tame and parlor sound system it's like the three of them doing like all their songs but remix in this sort of like live daft punk kind of like way so that was a lot of fun roading for those guys. Um, but look, uh, we haven't done a Shiny Joe show in quite a while. I've got some laser gloves here. I'm going to charge up and uh, I've warned that uh, it's, we're actually playing up the road at this old, uh, it's called the Navy Club. It's like this really old school pub and uh, all the bar staff there, I told them, wear your safety glasses because <laughs> there's going to be lasers and uh, we're going to have a lot of fun. Oh my god! I know. That's so sick. I love that. I love the <laughs> when people just like go all out for their shows and just bring random shit. I remember, I can't remember who we were talking to, and they do like Daft Punk, like um, oh, super thick. Shows. Like what are they? Who was it? Super thick. Yeah, they're in a yeah. Daft Punk tribute band as well. Oh, wow. has like a Daft Punk tribute band and they had the full masks and everything and I was like oh my God. what the fuck is this but I love it that's so cool holy holy moly exactly holy moly <laughs> I have heard of th um, Super Thick too but I haven't seen them yet yeah they're in Europe yeah. anyway, oh yeah um, okay I gotta keep my eyes peeled 
Yeah, they're pretty cool. I want to see the. I would love to see them live. I want to see the Daft Punk tribute band live. <laughs> yeah, true. Oh, soon enough, hopefully things will be back to normal or, or at least some kind of normality. Mm. Yeah. Um. So this is my favourite part of our episodes because I love to hear these stories. Um. I love to ask, because you've obviously, you've travelled with like yourself, Solo, Pond, Tempala, and you must have had a lot of lovely gig stories to tell. So we like to hear one really like positive favorite gig memory and one horror story that has happened down the road. Okay, yeah, all right. Um, I guess um, it was like 2012, um, the Flaming Lips were at their like peak, you know, or at least in my um, mind at the time. Um, and we were in Japan at this place called Summer Sonic Festival and um, got to this place. Tame were playing. I was uh, doing their roadie and whatever. And Wayne Coyne runs in and he goes, hey, man, have you seen this bat hanging off the wall? I want to check it out. <laughs> and we all went out and looked at this bat. And then uh, he was like, hey, I'm Wayne. And we're like, I know. you know. <laughs> and uh, he's like, come dance on stage. And we all dressed up as geckos that night and danced on the oh, side of the stage oh, yeah. and it was so uh, it changed my life you know it, it broke how they broke down immediately that kind of crowd band barrier by him coming out in the ball and just like going out over everyone it was like all of a sudden everyone had no more inhibitions and it was a wonderful mm. gig you know that's so nice wow. yeah That's and wild. and it turned into uh some lyrics as well um i think it's uh you broke my cool on that pond record um beard wives denim it actually starts off with hey man there's a bat hanging off the wall man check it out <laughs> so that was uh that. that was one of the more amazing uh times for sure um horror story hey eh? hmm. yeah, let's see horror story uh only you know when you have dreams and <laughs> have you ever dreamt that you're on stage or something and, and you completely bollocks bollocks it up yeah um all right I, I got a horror story for you i was at leeds festival with um pond um and we were just about to play and uh uh what's his name uh josh Holm rocked up uh i've met josh a few times you know and he rocked up with a bottle of tequila and he was like joe we're having some shots and i said sure and I had too many shots and I just couldn't play a damn note. And like, I'd play like one chord and then I have to stop, oh, play another thing and then I'd stop. And I could just see Jay on the other side of the stage sort of looking at me like, looking at like, oh, no. who's doing that? And I'm like, it's me. I completely fucked it up. So <laughs> that was one of the more embarrassing horror show stories uh, for sure. Mm. And ever since then, it's been like um, no drinking until like, an hour before the set and even then you know you you're mm. still just trying to get a little bit yeah. looser not like out to get pissed you know so mm. um there was a positive thing that came out of it but it was one of the worst gigs of my life and certainly i was extremely embarrassed about it um, you live and you learn <laughs> yeah exactly that's right it hasn't happened since so that's yeah. good there's <laughs> always those times where you think you know your limits and then all of a sudden your tolerance just goes down by like 50 percent, and you're just like whoa i thought i could handle this but apparently not and then you're just screwed it's always in that's those a- situations it happens 
I'm pretty good at peer pressure, like not not being pressured. But when Josh Home rocks up with a bottle of Patron to uh, Donga and goes, "We're having a shot or two and it turns into the six or seven or eight, then <laughs> it's like you can't do anything about it. You know, it's just, yeah. it just happens. For sure. Yeah. Um. <laughs> and so, what's the plan once this album? Finally, this album will be out next week, everybody, but it'll be out by the time this episode comes out, so you can listen to it now. Link down below. <laughs> but <laughs> what's the plan once um, this album is finally out into the world? Have you got any other gigs, like, planned or just going to ride I believe... So uh, the Tame Impala shows in the States just got announced. So we've got um, just two shows, one in Fremantle, one in Perth. Um, and then we're going to have to just put it on a little hiatus for a moment. But the band's like six people in the band. I don't know how we're going to tour with it anyway, but uh, we'll figure something out when, uh, when I get back, maybe start of next year or something. Perfect. Uh, everyone's got the- pretty fun cars. Maybe we'll just drive around the place, you know, mm-hmm. jump in the yeah, Volvo and go. Do it. Yeah. It's so annoying because WA is so far, though. Like everything else is really close. And then you've just got like a whole venture all the way to WA. That's it. You just got to make it across the desert and then you're okay, you know? <laughs> yeah. And so when are the tame shows? Um, all around the US. And I believe I'll be out of here end of August so or mid-August. So, yeah, I think, I mean, I think they released those dates, right? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> They'll be out by the time this comes out anyway. Yeah, you're all yeah right. totally. Safe yeah, to exactly. Say. Yeah, uh, wow. but no, I'm excited. I'm looking forward to getting back on the road. And uh, I've in my sort of COVID time down, I've made uh, we've made the Pond album, finished the Shiny Joe album, done a bunch of stuff. So I'm excited to get back on the road and do some roadie work again. You know, that's wild. You've been a busy, busy man. Heck yes. <laughs> well, thank you so much for joining us today. It's been an absolute pleasure Thanks. to have you on and hear all about your little stories with this whole album coming up. Thank you um, for having me. No worries. Uh, we usually do a little bit of a cheers at the end of our videos. So if you have a water, a pen, a pencil, any sort of anything that you might have to cheers with us. Oh, yeah, here we go. I've got an empty jar that I use for all my coins, but I've been going through it. It's it's pissing down rain outside, so I'm going to the laundromat tonight. But I'll cheers oh. for this if that's okay. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> cheers, man. Thank you cheers. so much. Cheers. Oh, it's got Brocker. <laughs>